0: an America that is economically vital, socially appealing, responsibly powerful, strategically deliberate, internationally respected, and historically enlightened in its global engagement with the New East. How likely is such a globally purposeful America? Today, America's historical mood is uneasy, and notions of America's decline as historically inevitable are intellectually fashionable. However, this kind of periodic pessimism is neither novel nor self-fulfilling. Even the belief that the 20th century was America's century, which became widespread in the wake of World War II, did not preclude phases of anxiety regarding America's long-range future. When the Soviet Union launched Sputnik, its first orbital satellite, during the Eisenhower administration, Americans became concerned about their prospects in both peaceful competition and strategic warfare. And again, when the United States failed to achieve a meaningful victory in Vietnam during the Nixon years, Soviet leaders confidently predicted America's demise, while historically pessimistic American policymakers sought détente in exchange for the status quo in the divided Europe. But America proved to be more resilient, and the Soviet system eventually imploded. By 1991, following the disintegration both of the Soviet bloc and then the Soviet Union itself— the United States was left standing as the only global superpower. Not only the twentieth, but even the twenty-first century then seemed destined to be the American centuries. Both President Bill Clinton and President George W. Bush confidently asserted as much, and academic circles echoed them with bold prognoses that the end of the Cold War meant, in effect, the end of history insofar as doctrinal debates regarding the relative superiority of competing social systems was concerned. The victory of liberal democracy was proclaimed not only as decisive, but also as final. Given that liberal democracy had flowered first in the West, the implied assumption was that henceforth the West would be the defining standard for the world. However, such super-optimism did not last long, The culture of self-gratification and deregulation that began during the Clinton years and continued under President George W. Bush led to the bursting of one stock market bubble at the turn of the century and a full-scale financial crash less than a decade later. The costly unilateralism of the younger Bush presidency led to a decade of war in the Middle East and the derailment of American foreign policy at large the financial catastrophe of 2008 nearly precipitated a calamitous economic depression, jolting America and much of the West into a sudden recognition of their systemic vulnerability to unregulated greed. Moreover, in China and other Asian states, a perplexing amalgam of economic liberalism and state capitalism demonstrated a surprising capacity for economic growth and technological innovation. This, in turn, prompted new anxiety about the future of America's status as the leading world power. Indeed, there are several alarming similarities between the Soviet Union in the years just prior to its fall and the America of the early 21st century. The Soviet Union, with an increasingly gridlocked governmental system incapable of enacting serious policy revisions, in effect bankrupted itself by committing an inordinate percentage of its GNP to a decades-long military rivalry with the United States, and exacerbated this problem by taking on the additional costs of a decade-long attempt to conquer Afghanistan. Not surprisingly, it could not afford to sustain its competition with America in cutting-edge technological sectors, and thus fell further behind. Its economy stumbled, and the society's quality of life further deteriorated in comparison to the West. Its ruling communist class became cynically insensitive to widening social disparities, while hypocritically masking its own privileged lifestyle. And finally, in foreign affairs it became increasingly self-isolated, while precipitating a geopolitically damaging hostility with its once prime Eurasian ally, Communist China. These parallels, even if overdrawn, fortify the case that America must renew itself and pursue a comprehensive and long-term geopolitical vision— one that is responsive to the challenge of the changing historical context. Only a dynamic and strategically-minded America, together with a unifying Europe, can jointly promote a larger and more vital West, one capable of acting as a responsible partner to the rising and increasingly assertive East. Otherwise, a geopolitically divided and self-centered West could slide into a historical decline.